What's up, streamers? Welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. So time management is never our most sexiest topic. It never does really well on YouTube. I know it's it's something that is so individual and personal, so it's really hard to give super concrete and perfect advice for time management and, and managing all of the things that we all have to do as creators. But that is going to be a big part of today's episode because that is a big part of all of our lives like it's so difficult to juggle full-time job full-time streaming having family friends hobbies outside of streaming there's so much that we all have to fit into our schedule and this is actually one of my most common questions even though the content never really performs as well as like how do i get more viewers on twitch so today's episode we're going to be talking to somebody who is not only a full-time streamer, but also has a full-time job. And I mean full-time streamer in the context of their streaming 40 hours a week. So this person is working 80 plus, probably closer to 100 hours a week with all of the behind the scenes stuff that you have to do as a streamer. And he's gonna teach us about life as a successful streamer and full-time employee. Today's guest is W. Grapes. Okay, let's get into the interview. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Stream Coach Podcast. Today with me, I have Twitch, Warframe, Discord, and AMD partner, Greats. What's up, Greats? Hello. How you doing? I know it's a pretty good day. Yeah? It's a pretty good day. Yeah, we had the newest Warframe patch just dropped today, so, you know, Hi. all kinds of fun hype except for apparently there's some issues with it <laughs> i mean you know it's it's bound to be with every single new massive update that comes out there's always hot fixes and and that that's what that's what we've come to expect from digital extremes and warframe is there's always going to be a hot fix because something's broken they can't test for everything but like prompt you know like always they promptly come in and patch it and hot fix it and, and take care of it and you know a, a few days to a week from now they'll have all every single issue resolved pretty much and no one's going to remember the hiccups that they had so oh you know such a good community so many hard-working people so we're going to talk today a little bit about character streaming. We're also going to get into juggling a full-time job along with streaming as much as you do because your schedule is really, really heavy. And let's start off just in the very beginning of your journey. Tell us how you found Twitch and you started streaming. <laughs> I found Twitch way back when it was just in TV. Um, and I found it first originally when they were hosting like StarCraft matches and Warcraft matches and stuff like that. And then when it was still like a let's do everything type channel and stuff. And, you know, it's just the, the beginning of it all. Um, then I ret- I left for a little bit. You know, it's, it's kind of, it was kind of a thing there. Then I returned to it and I was looking for... Um, uh, games that people were playing that I wanted to play. Uh, I was looking at Evolved was the first one, and I came and met uh, two amazing casters there and started following them and started getting interested in it until I finally started broadcasting myself. That's so awesome. What was it that made you, like, you saw Twitch and, and it, it just made you want to stream? What was it about the platform that really drew you to try it out? Uh... Well, it wasn't so much about the platform itself that 
I was watching Warwitch and having fun with this stream and just enjoying myself. And, you know, I would watch them for a little bit, but then I'd want to go play my game. So I'd say, you know, I said, hey, I'm off to play a game. You have a great evening. And then I had a few few of my friends that I had made in his chat message me because I'd been there for about three to six months. And they said, why don't you stream it and we can watch you so you play it. And so I started doing that and they came in and, you know, it kind of grew from there. I, I was in multiple communities at that point and they decided to host me and show me off a little bit more. And I started growing a little bit and just had fun with it. You know, I'm going to be playing games in the evening. Anyhow, let's uh, stream and enjoy it. Right. That's so awesome. Do you feel like that that piece of making relationships and just getting to know more people. Do you feel like that was one of the best things that you did for growth or was there something else that you did to grow your stream to get, you know, partnered and then beyond? Uh, Definitely the relationships in the community that I, the communities that I became a part of and helped form bonds with and that I formed bonds with and the people that I helped that helped get recognition a lot. I mean, like, you know, them rating or hosting or taking the time out of their day to show show me off to the, their communities that that go hey I trust this person to uh, enough that I'm gonna end my stream and give all of my people to you and trust blindly that you're going to do okay with them and you're not gonna like you know trash on me while I'm hosting you or start you know doing whatever you know saying that hey you should hack this game and get it for free and whatever you know i'm gonna i'm gonna help you out and uh leave my people with you because they want a place to be entertained as well uh that's so awesome that's one of the best feelings whenever somebody believes in you to that level so tell us a little bit what is what is your stream all about like what do you do I play a lot of community interactive games, a lot of co-op stuff, um, things like Monster Hunter World, Warframe. Uh, I've done Left 4 Dead 2 Zombies, Earthfall, uh, Call of Duty Zombies, everything like that. I also do a lot of single player. I'm a, I'm a big variety channel overall, like you know God of War Horizon Zero Dawn, Spider-Man, uh, Detroit Become Human. And then just a lot of just uh, casual games overall. I do uh, like Papers, Please is an indie game and have a lot of fun with it. We just did. We just decided to have a chill night last night and our uh, Tuesday night did Evolved Plague Inc. So our Plague Inc. Evolved. Um, I just I like spending a lot of time with my community and uh, having fun because when I get done with work, because I've been gone from the house about 11 hours. Uh, I get home, I have dinner, and then I you know, sit down at my computer. I just want to relax and have fun playing my games and just kind of chill and not have a stressful stream. I, I want to have a, a stream where I can just you know, chill out and enjoy my, my time off before I have to go back to work the next day. Yeah, we're definitely going to talk about that because I know there's so many people that are trying to balance full-time something whether that's school or they're trying to balance work and also stream and people are just getting overwhelmed i get questions about this all the time first let's talk about character streaming and then we'll get into just that balance and that lifestyle and your own strategies for managing so much that you've got going on so Mm -hmm. first off with character streaming how did you get started um Character streaming is something I kind of stumbled into. Um, I always loved Warwitch and what he does. So I was always kind of like looking at his stream and being like, how can I be this entertaining to people? 
so I just I had fun. I didn't like to stream with a webcam because there were some uh, issues with uh, things in my life I had at the time. So I kind of went, well, what can I do? Because I was tr- co-streaming with someone uh, who's in chat there. ESP always like turns red and tries to hide at this point of the story because I was co-streaming with her and we've been playing Warframe for a while. And I was kind of like jealous with the general interaction with people that she had. And because she had her cam on and everyone could see her and see her facial reactions and, and see everything. So I'm like, what can I do that puts me up there but doesn't put me up there? And so I found uh, a nice little thing out there and I became a dog. And uh, all of a sudden my channel exploded because I was one of the original, I think there's about, I think there's three of us, one of the original three dogs on Twitch. Um, there's a few more out there nowadays and a few other character streamers, but it was kind of like unheard of back in the day when I started doing it. So the channel exploded and I just started doing it and having, I just kept having fun with it and everything just started grow, kept growing. And, you know, that, I kind of just stumbled into it. <laughs> now that now that you mention it and now that I think about this in the context of you have been doing this for so long, I feel like I remember seeing you on some of the, the, twitch like main i don't know maybe it was social media or maybe it was an event or something and i remember seeing your character movie and it, this was two years ago or something i can't remember what it was but i i vaguely or maybe i just i saw your stream because somebody was talking about it and it just exploded so quickly but i vaguely remember there's, this. there's things i've been a part of um with that and it's one of those things that, you know, it started becoming a thing in my channel. My mods really helped out because all of a sudden, you know, we kept we started making the jokes. Hey, yeah, I'm a real dog. So instead of my channel being about the currency was hatred at the time, just my channel. If you looked at my channel previously to that and what it is now, you'd be like, oh, what? how was this ever this? It's a complete 180 to change. So. Currency went to bones. Uh, mods started, you know, making commands like that. Uh, themed commands. We started changing out the um, the little gambling for currency, the raffles for currency, all kinds of stuff. Just started becoming more and more themed. So it started enveloping the whole character. Ah, oh, that's so awesome. So back in the day, you said like character streaming wasn't really that popular. You were one of the first. But what is mm-hmm. it, do you feel like, about character streaming that really draws people into those types of streams? Uh, just because you can actually kind of, like, lose yourself in the stream, where where you always go into somebody's stream, there's a real person there, and it's playing video games. So, you know, it's kind of like watching a sitcom. It's They're there, and this is kind of real life with real people. But when you go into a character stream, you kind of never know what to expect, you know, you, you go in, it's a talking dog playing video games. And if you take a moment and you suspend your disbelief and you go, okay, this can't be real. If you, if you get rid of the, oh God, this can't be real, you can actually end up having a lot of fun and a lot of amazement with it and see just what can happen with that. You kind of let your imagination go and, and grow and be like, what if a dog really could play video games? What if they they could do this? What if they are talking to me while doing this? Isn't that kind of crazy? It can, so it can just cool. become so much fun. Yeah, it's but almost you, like you're reading a fantasy book or something. Yeah, yes. you have to be willing to just suspend your disbelief and let your imagination go and become a kid again. 
Yeah, that is so cool. I've I've never heard it explained in that way, and now all of a sudden I'm like, I need to, I need. That's awesome. That's so interesting. I mean, two of my favorite streamers that I've always liked for character uh, character streamers are Warwitch, which is the original person that inspired me. He's my mentor. He puts on a show whenever he streams. It's just super amazing to watch. And then Burke Black, when he does his character streaming. When Burke Black does his character streaming, he puts on his getup, and he becomes a pirate right there, and he acts like it. It's like, wow, this pirate is here playing video games and, like, talking about all this stuff and, and like everything's pirate themed and you feel like you're part of a pirate crew, you know, it's just like, wow. Yeah. They're both so amazing. They're so good at what they do, but I feel like there's so many people that, that try character streaming and they really miss the mark with it. And it comes across as like, it's inauthentic. It can be kind of, you know, for lack of a better word, cringy, how how yeah. do you build a character stream and you still maintain authenticity and it still feels natural for people? One thing I found out is there's no half doing character streaming. If you if you're starting to go all in, there's just there's no you know halfway doing it. There's no uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna do character streaming on one or two days. I'm gonna do regular streaming on three and four. Um, as I grow my channel, I've been doing this for almost three and a half years. So as I've gone, I've kind of introduced different aspects and things like this podcast. The only time I like really talk about it, uh, uh, kind of like pull down the veil for a short bit. Other times, whenever I go to convention, it's the assistant in the picture. You know, he, he walks, he walks great. Uh, he gets to pick up the poop. He makes the, the food. Uh, you know, he just, he's just—he's kind of around. He's a little bit of a dunce, but uh, you know, he's there because he has to be. You know, because you have to have a human. Because just dogs by themselves can't fly on a plane—that's absurd. People would never allow it. You can't just—you can't get a walk a dog onto a plane by himself with no human, no leash, and and go on a plane. It just doesn't happen. So you have to have the assistant around. See, even now you're laughing when you think about it. You love it. And, and that's the fun and, and enjoyment of a character stream. But you have to go all in. There is no halfway doing it, which is the main stumbling block of it all. Because if you go all into it, you're going to sacrifice things like people being able to recognize you at conventions. For the first almost two years of conventions, a year and a half of conventions, no one would know who I am. No one would ever come up to me and be like, hey, are you great? Because my picture was not out there. You n- didn't see a picture of me at all. So as I worked more and more to also provide more opportunities and kind of like help people find me, uh, that became more of a thing. But you have to be willing to make that sacrifice. And it's really difficult to be anonymous when you're trying to be somebody. <laughs> it's kind of like Twitch streaming versus anonymity. They don't go together because you want to be somebody. You want to have fun. But you're growing a channel, so you want to be something, but then you can't be something. You have to you have to let the character be something. Yeah, you have to really strike a balance between being your character and also showing your real face from time to time, which is massive. Mm-hmm. What are some other disadvantages of character streaming that we might not know about? Um, it's really hard to do and just stay in character all time. That, that's going to be one of the, the biggest things is 
there, again, there's no halfway doing it. It's it's all or nothing. You have to you you theme your stuff. You you work through it. You keep growing, and then you have to be willing to grow and grow and grow. And just like any any other type of streaming, it's always a process and seeing what works. And some people may just not be receptive. Um, the big thing now is it's done a lot. Uh, so many people don't want to just put up their webcam there. They want something to draw on people and be unique. So it's just, it's starting to, it's becoming one of those things that it's like, oh, everyone's doing it now. Oh, you're a, you're a dog. I've seen that. You know. Ooh, that's such a good point. Do you feel like that has kind of interrupted your, your growth a little bit? Like you're, maybe you're not able to grow at the scale that you were originally. I'm, I'm sure that's that's the thing. I, I, I don't usually personally speculate on that kind of stuff. Um, I'm not w- with my schedule. We'll come to it later. I, it's not something I can feel like I can accurately measure just because of the amount of time that I don't have to stream or do stuff. So um, I'm sure that could be a factor. It, you know, there's too many factors for my channel not quote unquote not growing um, compared to what it could do. Right. So we've got like a couple of disadvantages with or some yeah, disadvantages with it. But what are like what are the advantages? What are the things that really excite you about character streaming and what do you think other character streamers have that the rest of Twitch just doesn't? Well, I was going to say you could pick your nose and no one would know on stream, but <laughs> that's, you know, uh, well, I guess I did say. It. Never mind. Um just uh, you get to be someone else. You get to to have fun. You get to uh, <laughs> you get to make up fun things like our story about how I came to be. We put on a little bit of Barry White in the background, and we start talking about, hey, you know, when one dog, when Mama Dog loves Daddy Dog, they they just love each other very much. They go down to the roaring fireplace and lay down on that shag carpet and magic happens and then uh you know about like six months later i i appeared you know it's magic that's That's amazing it's magic oh my god that's so good (laughs) do you feel like character streaming takes a, a different level of energy than streaming and just being your normal self um Yes and no. Um, depending on how it's done, um, what kind of avatar gets used, whether or not you use an avatar, whether or not you dress up in cosplay all the time, uh, like Warwitch or Burke Black, um, it can totally take a different level. Because if you're a character streamer, you have to be the character. And a character in a book, a character in uh, a movie, those characters are generally not sad when they're coming onto a stream and putting on a show you know they're entertaining and no one wants to come in and see a sad pirate really uh no one wants to come in and see a sad dog for four hours a night uh they want to you want to be entertaining you want to have fun you want to uh come in and and forget about life the entire time and when you have when you bring in the sadness uh that kind of thing just you know, it creeps in and you're like, eh, I really don't want to watch this stream right now. I'm not having fun. So it's it's one of those levels of uh, separation where you have to be the character and you can't always be yourself. Um, however, there are times when that's unavoidable and I have definitely my stream knows when I'm not feeling myself and I, I'm always honest with them, always transparent, which is nice. Aww. And 
when you grow your community and do that. Yeah, that's really great that you're able to be open with them like that because not a, not a lot of people are. That's so beautiful. So if someone's listening to this right now and they're like, okay, character streaming sounds really interesting. This might be something that I try. Where do you suggest that person starts? With an idea. <laughs> it's, it's, there's no one size fits all for character streaming because it's a very unique thing. And the moment that you do something that someone else is doing, it's like anything else. It's like, I have a TV show idea about detectives that solve crimes and then we pass it on to the prosecutor and they try it in front of a judge and jury and this all happens within an hour long segment and we find out the verdict. Wait, that's been done before. It's called Law and Order. Um, you know, it's one of those things you have to have a unique thing and you have to do you with it. Um, otherwise everyone's like, oh, he's copying off of this person or, you know, you're copying me. Um, and that's one of the things I've kind of run into a little bit, depending on who it is, um, on both sides. I've had people accuse others of copying off of me and I've been accused of copying off when really it was like, I just wanted to interaction. I found this cool thing and it made me a dog and I'm happy. You know, I did never seen anything else like it before anything I did because I didn't go looking. Um, start with the, an idea that's unique to yourself. Uh, have fun with it. That's always the primary thing. You're going to hear me say that 50 times this podcast probably is have fun doing what you do and make it yourself. It always needs to be yourself. I love dogs. I, dogs are have always been a central focus of my stream. Uh, so it just kind of fit for me. Wow, that's so great. Fun is so important. Uniqueness is so important. But what's also really important is consistency and streaming and a, and having a schedule and showing up. And a lot oh, of yes. people are balancing like full-time jobs or full-time school or maybe they have a family and people have like very limited amount of time to stream. So let's jump into talking about balancing full-time streaming, full-time job, and, and how you can kind of work both of those things into your schedule. So first, can you tell us what all do you have to fit into your schedule as an employee and then also as a creator? Uh, as an employee, I work about an hour from my house and I work a standard eight to five job with an hour for lunch. So that's nine hours for my job and two hours for drive time, meaning I leave my house at 7 a.m. Central and get home about 6 p.m. Central. That's 11 hours, five days a week, 55 hours a week. So that's all time away from the house. And work always comes first before my stream because work is what pays for everything besides stream, uh, everything. You know, streaming pays for stuff, pays for conventions and stuff, but it doesn't replace the money that I make at my full-time job at all. Uh, Cause I, I have a pretty good career. Um, before I started streaming, it was good. It's just evolved in the, the few years I've been streaming, but I was at my job almost 10 years before I started streaming. So um, in my current position, uh, then for myself, I stream six days a week, every day, but Wednesday, Monday through Friday, usually run 8.30, uh, 7.30 p.m. Eastern to 10.30 p.m. Eastern. Sometimes I extend depending on the game I'm in and whether or not I'm really enjoying that game. 
Uh, so it can run up to four hours. And then weekend streams usually start at 2 p.m. Central and go till 10 p.m. Central. Uh, total time, that's 28 hours and sometimes going up to 32 to 32 to 36 hours per week, depending on how, if I run over, if I start early, if I'm having a lot of fun in the game, uh, that kind of thing, which means, you know, I generally sleep about five to six hours a night. Wow. That's not a lot of sleep at all. I would be so excited. <laughs> Is that, like, aside from not sleeping, apparently, how else do you organize your week to fit everything in? Uh, it's always difficult because you always have to have, find time to do chores and clean the house. Um, there's always uh, the time in between that I try to do chores. Uh, there's... Um, there's times on Saturday and Sunday, the few hours before, you know, I sleep in to try to catch up on the weekend. Um, by the way, I'm driving on the interstate with all of you guys for an hour with five hours of sleep the day before. Sometimes, you know, Friday I've had five, you know, have fun. <laughs> Hi. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, um, it's it's all the rest of the time. You take care of chores. Uh, back end stream stuff is really the the time that it's really hard to fit stuff in. Um, it's it's hit and miss on finding the time, and sometimes that's twittering while I'm walking to someplace in the office. Uh, I'm lucky enough to be an IT professional, so I get a time at the computer so I can do extra a few extra things. Um, Responding to emails and doing uh, tweeting at work is generally the thing I'm able to easily do uh, for backend stuff. But it's other things like stream overlays and stuff like that that don't get changed often. Um, or looking up info about the latest game or reading up on you know what's the strongest abilities and something uh, for a game or you know game backend research and all that kind of stuff. Um, Farming for the gear grind games that I play, I don't get extra time doing all that stuff that everyone gets ahead of me for, and I'm just always trying to play catch up. Gosh, yeah, I was gonna ask, do you ever get like overwhelmed with a massive amount of of everything on your plate? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> I get overwhelmed quite a bit. Um, I generally just try to my best to push through it. Um, routine really helps is because as you hear uh, I'm on a pretty strict routine overall um, every day but Wednesday is taken up with streaming um, or doing some type of chore hopefully or maybe I get to do something fun for half an hour to an hour uh, besides streaming of course um, and then Wednesdays I generally stay completely away from the computer because I've learned that if I don't I will burn out a little bit uh, I do also um, take breaks from streaming every now and then I'll cancel a stream I'll be like guys I just need uh, to not stream because I will I just I'm not feeling it today uh, it's important very important to pay attention to that uh, we covered that in the TwitchCon panel that I did on this topic, it's very, very important to make sure you take care of yourself before quote unquote job, you know, a job and self can kind of be equal because you kind of have to take care of yourself first as well. But if you're not working your job, then you're not going to be able to afford your house and food and car roof over your head, what, what have you. So 
I generally say I prioritize them as work because we all have to work. We all have to do a job. Um, so if you're working a full-time job, work your full-time job. And second, take care of yourself before your stream. Because if you're not doing yourself justice, if you are feeling tired and run down and you just don't have the energy for a stream, if your uh, mental health isn't there, if you're feeling blah, if your heart's not in it, your stream will know this and they won't want to be there. So it's good to make sure that you are ready and recharged for your stream and ready to go. Um, so make sure you, you have to do that. And then, you know, have fun in the stream uh, and only do what you can do. When you go, you may not be able to do what I do. And that's okay. <laughs> it's quite okay. I don't know how I do what I do. Um, but have fun. That's the most important thing. Start if you if you're starting out streaming as a full time job and wanting to get into streaming or you're doing it, do one or two or three days a week. You know, you can do a day on the weekend. Do like three or four hours on the weekend. Do an hour or two in the evening. There's no um, bad way to have fun streaming. There's no bad way to start out streaming. You don't have to go, hey, I'm going to stream 30 hours a week right away and I'm going to grow my channel and go crazy. Because the fact of the matter is that it's a less than 1% of the streamers out there ever make Twitch partner. Ever. So I think it's a little bit above half of a percent. So if you think about those numbers, you know, you can get there especially with hard work and dedication. But when you start out, you know, start out and have fun. Don't be concerned about whether or not you're going to grow and make, make a living off of it and you, et cetera. Just have fun. Don't wear yourself out. Don't burn yourself out because it may never happen. And, you know, why burn yourself out of something that may never happen? Just have fun. And generally it will follow along there. Uh, you probably know Cauliflower? Yeah. So I met her and she was at about... 20 to 40 people and I found her and I watched her for a little bit and I'm like she's going to be somebody <laughs> and I brought her onto my stream team we had a few sessions we talked and through her hard work and dedication and persistence uh, she made it but she was still working originally she did her job she streamed she was decently consistent um, pretty consistent by decently, I mean like she barely missed a day. Um, but she started out slow too, just like everyone else. And now she's really, really successful on Twitch as well. Um, so it just goes to show you, just have fun. Just start slow. There's no there's no rush. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. Um, don't try to force it right off the bat or you're just going to not ever want to stream again. Yeah, I, that's that's such a good lesson for so many people is that it does take time and the people that you see now that are super successful a year a year and a half ago these people weren't like kayla back then she she nope. had whenever i first saw her she was at 20 to 40 viewers every day too and that was only like a year and a half ago and now the yep. girls at you know 600 or so like she's yeah. killing it every single stream she's absolutely and slain. she deserves every single person too mm -hmm. but she also takes days off for herself too yeah. Uh, that, that's a very important thing to note is she she watches herself she knows she knows when she's having fun um she knows when things are getting to her she knows when she needs a break 
Um, it's very important. It's, it's really easy to get lost in, oh my God, these guys are doing so well and they stream seven days a week and I should do that if I want to be that successful. It's like, they didn't start out there. And you, you can't duplicate their process that they're using when this is their full-time job and they already have the base of people and they're doing X and X because that doesn't apply when you have you know five people watching. What I do now is quite different than what I did when I had, not quite different, but it's different than what I did when I had three people watching. Um, you know, it's all an evolution. Absolutely. That's such a reality of it, too. I know uh, one of the big pieces of advice that you always hear is always stream like 100 people are watching. Don't look at your viewer count. But we I think it's really strong for people to admit the reality that whenever you're streaming to three people versus you're streaming in front of hundreds, obviously, that's going to bring something different out out of you. That's. Yeah, um, I love the sentiment that that phrase always has. Mm-hmm. But the reality of it, I'm, I deal, I, I feel like I'm a very logical person working in IT because I have to go step A through step Z and what's in between causes it to break. Um, I feel like while the sentiment is wonderful and I love the sentiment, it's not a good reality piece. Um, I do agree with not watching your viewer numbers. Because even now, like I'll have a broadcast and I'll go back at the end or two days later and I'll look at the numbers. But that's just because I like to know because I'm very logical and it doesn't really get to me. Um, But a lot of people, those numbers do get to them. And if you know that that's what what gets to you, why bother looking? You're streaming for five people. Great. Guess what? Those five people took the time to come watch you. They took time out of their day for however many hours you're live and they want to watch you and interact with you on your channel and watch whatever game you're playing because they enjoy you and the personality or your gameplay, which are all exceptional skills and speak volumes of the type of person you are. So if you have three people, if you have five people, if you have 10, if you have 20, 100, whatever, they're taking time out of their day for you. So that's a pretty big feat no matter what numbers you have. Um, so true. So, you know, it's kind of like stream like there's a hundred. Yeah, but I, I have to face the reality. There's not. So I'm only, I'm going to stream. And I'm going to, you know, do be myself and I'm going to do my thing. But why does there need to be a hundred? Why do I have to act like there's a hundred? I can act like there's five and be grateful for those five. But I, again, it's, it's the sentiment of the phrase. It's the metaphor. And that I a hundred percent agree with. Just just different realities that go about it. Bless. I'm blessing right now. That was so that's that's quotable right there. It's five. I can have fun with five. I can appreciate five. I don't have yes. to I don't have to imagine a hundred as like the end all be all of okay, now I'm finally gonna be happy with my stream. No, no, no. You can be happy I, I, with I mean that numbers. that's the huge myth you nailed right there too is when you're at 100 you're not happy with 100 when you're at 500 you're not happy with 500 you know until you, I feel like until you get to like ninja level or doctor disrespect level you're not really happy with your viewership audience because you know it's it's always you're you're always setting your next goal up you're always setting your bar a little higher because there always has to be another bar of progression it's where are you going to be the most happy with 100 people Great, I might be able to make full-time streaming a thing if I live in a single-bedroom apartment by myself with no animals and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. 
Okay, well, I get 500. Great, I can afford to pay a mortgage, but I can't really put in anything into retirement. I can pay my health insurance, but there's no extra money really at the end of the month. I'm still living paycheck to paycheck. Great, now I have 5,000. Now I'm doing good. I can put money into retirement. I can do this, I can do this, but my channel might be gone tomorrow. So now I need 10,000 people. <laughs> you know, wow. there's always another bar. Exactly. And I, I feel like there's this common misconception that goes around too that some people feel like partners have already made it and so they won't necessarily <laughs> support anymore. Do you feel like that exists? Um, I can tell you this, this is a scary thing, is when Kayla was coming close to partnership, and you can even like message her or ask for verification. When she uh, was just about there and had applied and we had talked about the application, I told her, now listen, when you get partner, you're going to have people message you directly, privately. I just can't watch you anymore. You're too big now. Just because she got you get partner. And it happens with every Twitch partner that I've ever known is they've had people basically say that to that effect. It's... It may not be those exact words, but it's always you get partner and you're too big. You have it made. I can't watch you, et cetera, et cetera. And did you experience any of that? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I don't I don't re really remember any DMs or anything like that, but I haven't mm -hmm. I haven't. I mean, my DMs get freaking exploded every single time, <laughs> every single freaking day. We've seen like consistent growth since after partnership too, but I also mm -hmm. have to admit that what we do on the stream is very different from someone who is, is playing yeah. games and building their community that way, right? So we have that like uniqueness um, to where it's, it, it isn't really content that's been done in the way that we've done it before. You're the so, first person I've met that hasn't I, actively said that. Yeah. Like this is this is out of like six to ten partners that I've coached through partnership or through that those last steps into partnership. Um, yeah, I feel like a number now, uh, stuff like that. It, it's and I I understand the sentiment that those people have. I, I don't I don't fault those people on the sentiment because it can be easy to think that you're getting lost in the tidal wave and to want to go down to a streamer that has 10 or 20 people where you can have a more personal intimate connection where every time you're one of the three to five people that are talking to them in a stream i can completely understand that sentiment um it's just hard to put that onto a streamer that's that's the kind of thing that i I don't like overall is by DMing someone and telling them that you're basically going, I'm blaming you for being successful. I'm not going to watch you now because you chase your dreams of success. And while I make those happen, I'm now going to completely leave you and not be a part of that anymore. Right. And, and, and it, that's, that's a person that's been in your community, which means all of a sudden the streamer goes, did I do something wrong? I, I all I did was chase my dreams and try to make something, but now I did something wrong, and it's it's one of those bad mental health type things that that people do. That's so. I mean, I've I've definitely had people that have come in and have talked a lot a lot about this too. I completely I understand it, and it also it breaks my heart. We had some conversations in stream about it before we we hit. Uh, 
our application requirements. And I don't understand that. I don't understand how you can just completely negate a relationship because all of a sudden someone got a check mark. Whenever you think about it, partnership doesn't change that much. You get transcoding, you get more emotes. You don't, you haven't made it. Hitting 75 viewers is still very, very small in the context of all of Twitch. Like, Yep. There is so much potential. And just because people hit partner, it doesn't mean they don't want to grow beyond that. It doesn't mean that that's the end all be all. They've got the check mark and it's and that's it. You still there's growing to do. There's more stuff to do. There's more people to work with and things to create and content for you to to make with people like what a shame that all of a sudden all your entire relationship that you've had with this other person, all of a sudden they, they don't care about it anymore. Terrible. That's absolutely terrible. And I feel like that could could also contribute to burnout, right? I'd imagine that some people probably hit burnout after they have uh, an experience where they've got so many members of their community messaging them and saying, hey, sorry, you've made it now. You're too big now. I can't, I can't do this anymore. You're muted. I don't know why. Oh, there we go. <laughs> ah, well, it, it definitely puts a toll on the streamer and their mental health. Um, but as streamers, we know it is what it is, and it's a hurdle we just have to get past um, via, via, via our mental health and, and our just self-worth overall. is We just got to take that hurdle because that's – that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's the business. <laughs> That's one of those unfortunate realities about streaming, which I mean, it's it is what it is. Exactly. You love the job. There are parts of it that aren't the greatest, but you deal with it because you just love the job and you love what you do so much. I mean, in the, in the end, it's like any other job is there's aspects that you hate and there's aspects that you love and, you know, which one outweighs which. And if the, the aspects that you hate outweigh what you love, why are you doing it? You're not having fun anymore. Streaming is supposed to be about fun. It's supposed to be about passion. Yeah. Don't you don't want to kill your passion. I love and again, we're back to the make sure you have fun doing it. <laughs> right. And I love the way that you're able to just balance having fun, but also balancing full-time streaming with a full-time job and everything else that you do in your life. I know that you said that this was, you do get overwhelmed from time to time, but have you ever actually burned out? Not burned out of uh, streaming. I've uh, generally burnt out of the games. Um, Hmm. I, I can tell you that as as I've gone through, I'm, I'm coming up on a vacation next week, actually, where I'm going to be gone for like nine days. And I definitely feel that vacation is needed at this point in time, kind of just to refresh myself overall. I don't feel like I'm burning out, like streaming something I wouldn't want to do if I didn't take the vacation. But I, I feel like I, I can tell it's going to be something that I definitely need. Um, to for my streaming health, for my burnout, to, to rejuvenate myself. Um, I'm going on a cruise, which means I'm going to be away from most stuff. And it's just something I, I really like, like sitting out on the deck or going to a beach and just being there and, and slowing down and taking the time to listen to the ocean or 
hear about the nature and everything. Hear about about nature and everything. The nature. Hear, hear about the nature. <laughs> You can tell how much I get outside right now. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's kind of it's kind of like how I felt when I was able to because right now it's like freezing in St. Louis. Um, it's kind of how I felt when I was able to take Wiggles to the dog park. It's it a step outside of my normal routine. I could kind of just rejuvenate and run around with her and have that joy in my life and and the little little bits or walk with her along the lake or some trails and and just you know slow down a little and enjoy myself. Yeah, absolutely. What are some other things aside from just getting wiggly on the trail? But <laughs> oh my, that's that's something completely different. That's something completely different there. I thought this was a family friendly podcast. Not oh, anymore. Okay, well, coach after dark. <laughs> <laughs> what are some other things that we can do to prevent burnout? There we go. Serious business. <laughs> Uh, it's it's literally just about watching yourself and making sure you take time for yourself overall. Um, just take a moment to stop. Make sure you don't lose sight of those other important things in your life. Um, uh, getting away from the PC, having at least one day a week where you don't stream minimum um, to just get away. Uh, like my one day of week, I actually still work my day job, but I get I always. It always feels weird because Wednesdays always feel like a complete off day to me. But I, I go to work and I do my day job. But then I come home and I'm just like, ah. now I can just like make food and lay down on the couch. By the way, for food prep and meals, if you don't know what an Instapot is, you need one in your life. Because that thing for a time saver is insane. Like I do, it's, it's frozen chicken breasts to completion in like 25 minutes. <laughs> it's amazing. Like, it, it's, it's one of the best things. So, I mean, you, it's literally you throw in the frozen chicken breast, toss in broth, turn it on, and 20 minutes later you have chicken that's hot and you twist a fork and it comes apart. Instapot so. is so awesome. I like to use my crock pot, which I've actually got chili going right now and I'm freaking out about it. <laughs> I mean, I'm good with using crock pots and all, but... I don't like leaving them on during the day just because, you know, I'm, I'm weird like that. Mm. And, uh, you know, instant pot, 25 minutes I, I get home and uh, you got chicken. I'll have to get And you can make instant pretty pot. much anything off chicken. Yeah. It's, it's wonderful. It's recipes on Instagram, please. Let's do this. Let's transition into the Q&A portion of this conversation. So if y'all in chat... people have people that uh, want to ask questions? Oh, they love you. They're going to have the greatest questions. They're going to have the greatest... Who doesn't eat chicken? Who doesn't eat chicken? <laughs> My last question for you, though, is what is your number one stream tip? <sighs> have fun. That's... that's That, again, it... If you're not having fun, streaming, no one like starts streaming and goes, I want to stream and I, I think I can do this for a living day one go. No, one, I've never seen anyone approach it like that. There probably are a few people 
but I've never seen anyone approach it like that. They always go, streaming looks cool. I have fun playing video games. Let's combine the two, and maybe I can make some extra income. Maybe it can become a job. Yeah, let's go. So they're having fun playing video games while streaming and making it a thing. But if that turns, if you're especially if you're working a job, and that turns into... I work my full day job, then I come home and I stream and I'm not having fun in streaming. You're not getting your relaxation and you're not letting out your stress of your day. And that will quickly turn to burnout. And if you're not having fun doing your passion or your love, why are you doing it? There's something better in your life that you could be doing instead of streaming to relax yourself, to open up, to have fun, to find a new, new thing, a new passion, photography, nature, walks, uh, books, favorite TV show at the time. There's any number of other things that you could be doing to have fun that you would like more than streaming. If you're no longer have fun with streaming, why, why waste the precious time in this world to do something you're not having fun with? Yes. Ah, that's so good. That's such a huge value of mine too, is like our time is so finite. Why should we waste it? Why? Why do anything except for chase our, our most baller vision of our, the life that we could possibly have? No reason for that. Yep. So Mobo Mommy asked, do you have something that is your focus or mantra that keeps you going through the marathon and slow growth time? Oh, God. This is something I haven't answered in a long time. Uh, it's a, a link. Uh And I'm just going to say it's a Shia LaBeouf. Uh, don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. But it's the ultimate remix on YouTube. Oh my and God. especially like at the start of streaming and as I was going through it and things kept happening, uh, this song actually kind of uh, just reminds me, you know, my, my life is short to begin with. I have fun doing this. So, you know, ratchet it up. Do it. That is so awesome. It's so cheesy and corny, but it's true. It's so bad. But I, it's the ultimate remix, though. It's actually a song. It's it's not just, you know, him. It's a song. It's so- I'm really excited to listen to it. It's going to be amazing. i already know you know shia labeouf was actually in austin which is where i live and he got arrested on sixth street which is like our it's a it's a heavy bar street lots of bars it gets super crowded they shut the street Uh down at night it's crazy but he came out for halloween one year i think it was year before last and he got arrested because he got really drunk and he just started screaming just do it he just started <laughs> memeing and he got arrested. I mean, you know, who can take a good meme when it comes to that point, you know? Right? Once, twice, three times, okay. But, you know, there comes a point when the meme is just dead, right? Right? Yes. Right? Give it up. Do you know Give the it way? up, Shia. Give it up. <laughs> God. <laughs> Admiral. Oh, no, no. I, I. Oh, no, I've made a mistake. Joey. Good old Joey, ah, the one and only. Joey. <laughs> Joey asked, what conspiracy theory do you actually believe? I don't have any conspiracy theories, I believe. Mm. That Joey's not an actual admiral. There we go. <laughs> Rex. That's so good. 
Poor Joey. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Let's see. Our next. Okay. Well. All right. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, bad reviewer asked how do I deal with being unfollowed I had a fun stream last night and I end the stream to see that I went down in followers feels bad man well we're going to take some context to make it uh, realistic for you and to answer your question a little better bad reviewers so please know that I speak of statistics here and not anything about the quality of your channel um, plus, I'm not really going to make like any type of emotional or personal commentary on your channel. So that should make it easier. But just know I'm not speaking about you as a streamer. Um, speaking about your numbers. Uh, your follower count right now is 191. So let's. Oh, that's not right. There's a great site called Sully Gnome that I use to look at people's channels and get a better overview whenever I get asked to make an evaluation of a channel. Uh, I'm looking at the past 30 days of your streams. You have had five streams in the past 30 days and the past 90 days, it has recorded 18 streams. So I would say that your numbers are going to be very volatile right now. You're going to constantly be going up and down because there's not really much consistency there. Um, over a 90 day period, like once a week or uh, each week, you've had like two to three streams if you average it out. So I wouldn't really be paying attention or reading anything into your follower numbers, because if you're having fun just streaming right now and that's all you're willing to do and put into it, which is a completely fine, 100 percent. Again, have fun with streaming. Don't worry about your numbers because they're not going to be consistent. They're not going to move up, up, up. You're going to have people come follow you and then they're going to be like, I like this guy. And then later on, they're going to be like, I can never see him. I never see him on. I don't catch his streams and they'll unfollow. And, you know, people are going to do that overall. I unfollow people that I don't see streaming for six months. Um, so I wouldn't worry too much about it. I would say don't pay attention to your numbers at all at this stage of the game. Um, how do I deal with people unfollowing me? Uh, it's actually the same advice. I do not pay attention to my follower numbers. I, I, I like look for, I watch for milestones, but if I see that I'm up 50 one day and down 20 another, I don't pay attention to them. Um, if I, the same thing for subs, I don't like keep a hardcore eye on my sub numbers. I could tell you right now my general sub count, but I wouldn't be able to tell you it accurately. I could tell you the general amount of viewers that I had last stream, but I wouldn't be able to tell you it accurately. Even like five streams ago, I can tell you the range of viewers I get, concurrence, etc. But there's nothing there that I like pay attention to with a due diligence because it takes the fun out of it. If you're constantly expending your mental energy worrying about numbers, you're taking away from your fun. <laughs> so I try to just devote what I can control. I devote energy to that. And I can't control the numbers. I can only control how I am in stream and what my stream does and my overlays and my pop-up alerts, and my stream alerts, my commentary, uh, my gameplay, what games I'm playing. I can control all of that. Um, who, who watches my stream and who follows my stream, I can't control them. So I just leave those up to the people watching and following. 
I try to build a good community and have fun with the people that do show up because I genuinely love them and think and very thankful for the time they take out of their day to come join me and watch me and hang out. And that's about it. And Joy never watches or follows. He just puts puns in chat when he sees I'm alive. Oh my gosh. That's... He doesn't sub to me either, ever. <laughs> he never not. puts out gift subs to anyone. Definitely not. Yeah, jo- yeah. Joey has absolutely not done that here for like a crazy amount, which he didn't have to do at all. I think he Joey did like what twenty? Yeah, <laughs> something like that. It's crazy. That's crazy, Joey. That was very generous of you. Thank you. Look, you're forever so immortalized on oh, the podcast now. GG. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that I hope, hope that helps you out, bad reviewer. Um, again, uh, it's it's no commentary based on your channel of, you know, your stream consistency or anything like that. These are just the obstacles that you'll face in growing a stream. So if you're not consistent, which is fine, again, uh, stream consistency is one of the things that grows a stream like really, really well. It's one of the things whenever someone goes, hey, how can I grow my channel? The first thing I go, are you streaming three, four times a week at least? Uh, but if you can only do one or two a week, if you're having fun with it, that's the most important thing. And at that point, if that's what you're willing to do per week and you're having fun with that, just ignore everything else. Just have fun doing what you do because people will show up. You'll have a regular or two that comes in and you'll have fun overall. And then you can just enjoy. And then you can be like, I'm having fun with this. I got the feel for this. I kind of kind of feel like I'm ready. I'm at that point to take that next step. And that's where people usually have to get when they're streaming. They have to go, okay, I'm ready to do the next thing. And then they start doing three days a week, four days a week. They, they start, quote unquote, getting serious. And getting serious is different for every person. But, you know, they, they add more streams and stuff. Right. You have to you have to commit to it. And I think most people that have seen any level of success with streaming, they're probably going to say consistency. Like consistency is one of the biggest things. Just being being there is so important and making sure that people know when you can show up, when they can count on you to be live. That is not like you don't understand if you are missing those streams you're not allowing people to become a habit they're not able to habitualize showing up to your stream so you're not going to get those like massive viewership numbers you're not gonna it's it's crazy difficult to be able to grow without consistency and definitely having that energy is important bad reviewer um it's just it's one of those things do what you feel is right to yourself and going into stream ready to do it versus going to the stream and be like I'm going to just uh, hit the start button and I'm going to play some games and every now and then I'll answer a question and just like I'll kind of half ass this stream you never want to you never want to do that so you're completely right about not streaming when you feel like that so I, I'd say you sound like you have a good feel for what you're doing and you just have to wait for the time where you feel it's right for you yeah that's so good Mars asked, how do you deal with trolls? Well, Joey's still here, so I obviously don't ban him. (laughs) Um, It really depends on what type of troll they are. The good fun trolls, I'll have fun along with them, like Joey. Um, And then sometimes they... they, uh, They, they step over the line and they'll get like a 10 minute timeout. The really bad ones, the ones that usually you think of when you talk about trolls that come in and just start uh, pooping all over your cast, show bobs, uh, you know, making the racial jokes, all that kind of stuff. 
um, either my mods just tr- uh, time them out or purge them or we just ban them. Um, it's one of those things. And sometimes I'll uh, I'll just make fun of them in chat. Oh, you took the time out of your day. You wasted your time to try to come in here and have fun getting a reaction on me. Doesn't bother me because I get to ban you. My mods love tasting blood. Oh, what you don't you don't matter at all to me in this world. But you had to waste your time and energy to come into my stream and give and give me another viewer. Thank you. <laughs> and you know th- they're always looking for that negative reaction. I give them a hey, you helped me reaction. So yeah. Everyone has their own way of of dealing with it. You have to figure out like what works for you, right? Some people ignore it. Some people, uh, some people love to troll trolls. Some people love to be really nice and try to rehabilitate. It's just a matter of what do you have energy for? What do you care I about? Do, yeah, I do rehabilitate them from time to time. I go, hey, you know, we have a great community here. Um, this is your final warning after we purge them. Uh, or time them out. You can come back and you can have a great time here. You can come back and be an asshole banny. Either way, it doesn't matter to us. Um, more often than not, once the trolls are purged or timed out, they just don't come back. Every now and then, I've swung somebody over, especially in the early days of my uh, stream when I had more energy to deal with them versus trying to maintain you know, the chat and keep up with activity and all that stuff. Um, I'd actually end up having good conversations with half of them. Um, so it's just one of those, you know, like you said, just what do you have the energy for? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Gigi Caustic asked, when you have no viewers in the very beginning, no one to interact with, do you just talk to yourself or how do you motivate yourself uh, to not just be a boring stream when people do drop in? The question of ages. I do recommend getting good at doing a, a monologue of what you're doing um having fun making weird comments on the game making comments on the game whatever's comfortable comfortable for you uh and then just to because i never went through the zero viewer phase because as i mentioned at the beginning of the podcast i watched people for like six months before i started streaming and during that six months i was interactive in chats i was interactive in communities uh, i became a, a good friend to everyone in the channel because they were friends to me and they also they still are um, TwitchCon, I met a lot of the people that I've been talking to that just made it to their first TwitchCon where I've gone for three years. But uh, people I've known for three years that I have, uh, am still good friends with in other communities besides my own channel. Um, it's just amazing to see everybody. And, uh, the, you know, they'll come and support you uh, just because they want to see, hey, I, I know this person. Now, I'm not saying going go into communities with the intention of doing that. please. Dear God, never think I say that because it always feels like you're using people if you go in there. And you are if you go in with that intention. But what I do tell people, find a few streams you enjoy. Go and watch those streams. Learn from those streams. Interact. Because if you're just lurking, no one's going to get to know you. No one's going to get to know anything about you. You're not going to learn anything. You're not going to learn how to be a good viewer, what you should expect from viewers. Uh go in and just have fun and be part of the community a lot like what you have going on in here in your chat Ashley is people are part of this community and you know them um just have fun and uh enjoy those parts of the community and generally people will just want to know you um other than that yeah have fun playing with friends uh talk on discords um it always gets harder when you do Multi streams, or you have people in voice because suddenly everyone on voice is the focus of what's going on. 
and you're usually focused, you're splitting your attention to on voice versus the people in your chat. Uh, one of the things I personally don't like watching is when the streamer is distracted by other voices in chat or a multi-stream. Is that at that point I'm not going in for the personality, I'm going in for the game. And if the game's not, you know, it's, if I'm not watching something like a world record run, you know, or a massive speed run, I generally don't want to see or talk to the four other people in in the head of the person that is streaming. I want to talk to the streamer. Um, I want to, you know, ask them questions about the game and not be answered 10 minutes later. So, you know, it's always one of those toss ups, especially as you grow uh, on whether or not you should co-stream or stream and everyone else can hear the discord chatter, that kind of thing. Yes, so true. Solaria asked, how do you choose what games to play? I generally go, what do I want to play today? (laughs) Um, I don't have much focus as to what will grow my stream based on the game I play, simply because I get a very limited amount of time to play games per week. Um, So uh, a lot of streamers will go, hey, what game is hot this week that I can uh, be seen at? Um, And if you're looking for that kind of thing, I can give you advice there too. But personally, I generally don't uh, choose my stream games that way simply because I just I w- that's my game time that's the only time I get to play games during the during uh, the week is when I stream so I stream what I want to play and I just hope and pray that my community comes along with me and they have uh, they just they're troopers and I love every single one of them that stick with me no matter what game I play um, if you're looking at choosing games based on being seen, there's a little bit different formula that I recommend. It's find a game that you like, but that also has a decently low directory. So as an example, let's take um, a game that's been out, Detroit Become Human. Uh, that's a really popular game. People love watching the story and playthrough. But if we look at the directory, and I'm not looking at it right now, I'm, I'm making stuff up as we go. If we look at the directory, there may be like five or six people playing it. Well, if you go on there, then suddenly you're going to be, you know, four or five, you know, number four or five there. You may be like seventh there, but you're going to be seen in the very first panel where that pops up. People don't have to scroll down to find you. Whereas if you play a game like Fortnite, good luck because they're going to have to scroll, you know, 500 times to be able to find you. Uh, people, if you're a starting streamer and you want to be seen versus just have fun playing what you play, uh, play a game that no one, you don't have to scroll down to see is but have fun playing your game, of course, too. So keep talking. Nobody explodes is generally a game. People like to watch, uh, horizon zero dawn is one that's fallen out for a while, but people love coming and watching it. I get people whenever I play that, I get new people too. Uh, but there's no one in the directory too right now. So it's just, um, that kind of thing. Uh, one second. I'm gonna I'm gonna make somebody very happy right now. Yeah, there, there's a game called A Hat in Time right now. The top person has seven viewers, and you can be on, on the first page. There's one, two, three, four, five, six, ten people, or ten uh, streamers right now, two with zero viewers. So, I mean, you can you can be up there in the number eight slot if you have one person watching you. <laughs> Crazy. So, Sorry, here's the Hat and Time community manager. Oh my god, really? Yeah. That's a that's awesome. <laughs> How cool. 
So, I mean, you can play a lot of fun games and get lots of cool people coming in and watching you. And you don't have to have tons of people coming in and watching you. It can be like four people. And that can be really good for you. And it, it can teach you that, hey, these people are cool. And those four people, two of them might stay with you as you move to another game. So that's two more people. So now you can move to a different directory that you have fun playing and you can uh, get up in the two viewers and you can be seen on the page a little easier and so on and so forth. So if you're looking to grow and choose games that way, you can do it. However, for me, I generally just go, what do I want to play today? (laughs) (laughs) Or sometimes what am I obligated to play based on the partnerships that I have? Right. <laughs> okay, so our last question is going to be from Exorcist Parrot, who asked, "What would you say is a good mod to viewer ratio?" Uh, I would say there's no ratio that you can uh, use any type of formula for. It's do you trust that mod? Because whenever you give someone a mod sword in your channel, you're basically going here. I trust you completely with my community and anyone that comes in sees that you are representative of this channel. So if your mod isn't behaving accordingly, then everyone else is going to go, oh, hey, this guy is such and such because of how his mod acts. So if your mod's being a dick to every single person that comes in the channel, they're going to be like, I don't like this channel because this mod's a dick and the streamer is letting his mod run around with a sword and uh, so I don't really like this channel. That's why Joey never has his sword. Um, <laughs> but you do have to have to uh, also remember that, you know, your mods are going to be one of some of your biggest trolls. Uh, and that's just a tradition on Twitch is they troll troll you like crazy. But they do it. It's always done in good uh, spirit. And that's generally what's also seen, too. So um, trust your mods and trust your mods completely. Uh, they don't have carte blanche but you know as far as anyone else is concerned they do but you direct your mods and direct them generally on what you want to do and how you want to handle stuff as you go and your mods learn and process things too and that's okay as well that's perfect thank you so much for coming on the show today i really really appreciate you taking time out of your busy af schedule to come in and hang out with us Oh, this is wonderful being here. Charlie! Hey! What's up, Charlie? <laughs> Where can everyone go to find you, greats? Uh, I am on a Twitch dat. Ah. Well, you can't go there. Twitch dat. Blah. Okay. Yeah, you can't Don't go there. The I am twitch.tv slash wgrates, twitter.com slash wgrates, instagram.com slash wgrates, and youtube.com slash wgrates. Do you notice the theme? Wow, it's almost like your name is W Greats Everywhere. It is. It, it is almost like that theme. Wow. So, br- branding consistency is another good tip, but we won't talk about it. Just, you know, figure that out. <laughs> <laughs> good luck. Absolutely fantastic interview. Greats, thank you so much for coming on the show and fitting us into your busy schedule. I really, really appreciate that. You're absolutely amazing. If you all did not know, we do stream these episodes live at twitch.tv slash Ashneychrist. We have a new guest 
every single week starting in February. In fact, I think we're almost to the point where we have a new guest on every single stream. So if you're interested in coming through and being there for our live Q&As, or if you want to suggest a guest for us to have on, if you really, really love someone who's partnered or who you feel like has a really good uh, backstory or has good advice that you think that they could share with us, feel free to tweet that at me or slide into those DMs and let me know. I love you all so much. Don't forget to subscribe if you haven't already and leave us a comment. It really does help other people find the show. Okay. I love you all so much. I'll see you next week. Bye.